Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why doesn't my partner try to understand when I'm upset? This is hard, it but is. I hurt your feelings and I feel guilty and horrible. Also, I was never taught how to listen, so, you know. Yeah, this is kind of a follow-up <laughs> to last week's question. Right? We, these two questions came in and they're so close to each other. We said, let's do them back to back. Yep. Yeah. And Jules, when you were saying, and the, like the answer, I, it, it feels bad and I feel guilty. My mind went to, I go into a shame state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So we Which, may, we may have difficulty hearing when our partner's upset because we go into a shame state and something I'd love for people to understand about shame states is how self-focused they are. Right. So much. (laughs) Right. So if you tell me you're upset with me and I go into a shame state, now I'm going to, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. Never mind. I just can't do anything right. Now, who who is being missed? (laughs) The person who is upset. (laughs) Totally. You know what else is self-focused though? Like, let's say you don't go into shame, but you go into like, I didn't do that. Totally. Defensiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you well, go even into if pushing you don't go straight there, I think going to the shame state, shame state sets you up to bounce up as well in mm-hmm. that defense because mm-hmm. it feels so crappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not and again, everybody still focus on us. Totally. And not everybody who goes to defense is going there from shame, but it Correct. is a common way to deal with shame. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I may like go into sort of a shame collapse and not hear you, or I may go into defensiveness and not hear you. And not hear you. <laughs> I talk about this with with a lot of my couples and, and we talk about, it's kind of like they're two porcupines. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like it just doesn't feel really safe. And so they, they need those quills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, can we just give a shout out for how hard it is to listen, <laughs> especially to feedback? Whew. How about many, me? Uh, yeah, I, about me. That I did something that hurt your feelings or made you angry. 
I mean, let's let's get straight to the real the realness of it, right? Like I caused you some harm. Totally. And what if you don't even sometimes I even I, you know what thought just occurred to me is sometimes it's hard for my partner maybe to even listen when I'm upset about something else because they want to fix it and that's not mm-hmm. what I want. And I didn't ask for the kind of listener that would be helpful to me. And so then they're like giving me a thousand different pieces of advice. And now I'm going, why are you giving me advice? I'm trying to tell you about what happened with my boss. And they're like, I'm trying to give you advice because I care about what happened with you and my boss. And now, <laughs> and now we're like missing each other. You know what I mean? So yeah. it could be, it doesn't even have to be upset between us. But one thing I think that can trip people up is not warning the other person that I have something I want to talk about, which we talked Mm -hmm. about last time. Mm -hmm. And then the other piece is, can you ask for the kind of listener you need? Yeah. My, my husband and I do this thing where we kind of plant seeds, Mm. right? I love your seed planting. Everybody (laughs) needs to pay so much attention to this. This is so brilliant. We, we plant these seeds where it's like, you know, there's this thing I'm going to want to talk about that that's coming mm-hmm. up for me that I could use some help around. Can you give it some thought? And can we find a time in the next day, in the next week, whatever, right? We kind of mm-hmm. create some kind of framework for it that we can circle back to it together so and that nobody feels like blindsided by it. Nobody is unprepared. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you do this, is it often something between you? that's come up or it could be just something like, I want to talk to you about this situation with my family, or I want to talk to you about this work thing. I mean, it it could be as simple as like, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about how we're going to do Thanksgiving this year, or it could be like, you Mm -hmm. know, there's something that's been coming up that I've been thinking about that I, that that's been upsetting me between us. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I really want to be able to have a conversation with you about that. It feels important. Could we make time in the next few days? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, then so you don't forget to, to be... circle back. Sorry, James. This, yeah, the circling back has to happen. Right. Because so many yeah. of my couples are like, oh yeah, we never got back to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You need to make, because we, we making have to time be conscious, is how you right. build the trust. Right. And mm-hmm. and sometimes that seed, but let's be real about that. That seed planting, sometimes like it has to be seeded and then has to be watered and it has to, right? Like it right. needs a little mm-hmm. bit of attention sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes it's like, here's this thing. And then maybe the next day, like, have you given that any thought? When do you think we can have some time? Right. Mm-hmm. right? right. So it, it's not like a, what's the word I'm looking Rigid for? Rigid plan. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Instant. like, yeah, you don't have to come up with like a, we're going to talk about it a Thursday at four. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like that. It could be mm-hmm. more like, I'd like to talk about this soon. Yeah. Maybe a day or two later. It really is important to me. Have you had time to think about it yet? Right. When would work well for you in the next few days? That sort of thing. It's constant's too harsh of a word, but it's frequent communication. So you're also even just Mm -hmm. connecting with that. Mm -hmm. Like we're on the same page. We're both aware that this is important to at least one of us. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we're both putting value on it. Yeah. We're Mm -hmm. holding it in our consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Even if I kind like in the speaker role that's so kind and gentle i'm just being with like it's it's kind in like um a truth sort of way like it's deeply respectful for how hard it is to listen yeah because when Mm -hmm. i listen what i am doing if i'm actually listening really well what i'm doing is i'm listening to understand you i'm not listening to figure out what 
I should do or how mm-hmm. I should feel. So what I actually have to do is put my needs and wants and feelings a little bit to the side so that I can be of service to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not actually that easy to do. It's incredibly hard. I mean, I think all of us, all of us, like across the board, I don't know that I've met anybody that does this differently. Mm. But if you're out there, yay. Um, The thing that I think we all do is when we listen, we listen with like, oh, what do I think about that? Let me try Mm -hmm. to figure that out, right? Or how would I do this? Me, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Or or a yes, but or how am I going to respond to that? Right? Mm -hmm. And so where the the listening is is not actually like a presence. That I'm with you and I'm tracking this with you, but it's, I don't want to say it's performative, but there's something about it that's like about what comes next. Mm-hmm. It is performative in that way, right? Yeah. And it's not the second I, here's how I know when I'm not listening. The second I am talking to myself in my head about what I am going to say to you next. I am no longer in a listening position. I'm now in a speaker position. I just haven't done it out loud. And I find for me, sometimes in my head, when I get judgy, Uh Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, that was stupid of you. Why would you do that? Oh my God. No, Mm -hmm. I would do, oh, why did I do that? That was so off, right? Like, Mm it doesn't matter kind of like if I'm directing that at you or me, but Mm -hmm. when I go into that kind of place, I'm not really... I'm you're not, not you're absolutely not in a space yeah. of connection and listening. And I would say that's true if you're trying to get someone to do something different. So uh think about it like as an agenda position. Yep. So basically, yes. if I'm trying to get you to think about this thing with your boss different, to think about this grief different, to think about the way that our interaction happens differently than you are. Oh, don't feel that way. Why would right. you do that? No, no, no. Hold on. Right. And it could be super overt like that, or it could be more subtle. Now, don't you think if you thought about it this way, wouldn't that change something? Oh, wait a second. I'm not listening to you. I'm trying to get you to feel or get you to think in a different way than you are, which really is boundary violating because I'm not respecting your autonomy. Hmm. Yeah. And it's me becoming a second speaker. Right. So now I have two speakers in the room, no listener. So one thing that I think is helpful when we're talking about upsets is can we, is your cat attacking you right now? (laughs) No, I don't even know where he is. I I have a crazy cat. We call him mischief. We have other names for him too, but. (laughs) Yes, but no, your cat is not, you guys can't tell I'm watching her. So, so what was I even talking about? I, I totally lost it. When we have two, when we have two Two speakers speakers and no listener. When we have two speakers and no listener, now all of a sudden there's nobody able to be heard, right? Right. So why doesn't my partner try to understand when I'm upset? Maybe because listening's hard. Yeah. And maybe they are, but they've gone into trying to solve because you're upset. Or maybe they are because they have fallen into the trap that all of us fall into. I Mm -hmm. I go there, right? Where I'm trying to listen to you and now I'm preoccupied with myself. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I also find myself thinking now about relationship mindfulness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the whole other part of the brain. Where well, it's not a different part. Think of it less as a different part of the brain, but more like a different state in the brain. Okay. So when I'm mm-hmm. in a relational mindfulness state, I have more of a consciousness around us, us. rather than a consciousness around me, me. versus you. Mm-hmm. And now we're working together to create a space of repair or a space of feeling deeply hurt or deeply understood. I am in service to you in that moment. I'm not in service to me in that moment. And me being of service to you is actually me being service to us. us. That takes regulation. That takes like, like not letting your feelings like run your show. Not that doesn't mean not having them or dismissing them. I'm not talking about that. And and it doesn't mean swallowing them and eating mm-hmm. them and just like Mm-mm. we're not talking about that either. No, no. And sometimes when I'm in a listener position and my husband brings up something he's upset about, and let's say he uses his feedback wheel, and it was a difficult moment for both of us, I might also want to share a feedback wheel with him. Yeah. But I cannot do that at the same time. <laughs> Because then nobody's going to be heard. Right. And so two speakers, speakers. no listener. No listener. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so I want to kind of bring us back to last week's episode where we were talking a little bit about the feedback wheel and the speaker role and how we talked then about how short the feedback Mm -hmm. wheel is. There's four prompts in the feedback Mm -hmm. wheel. They're one sentence each, Mm -hmm. maybe two, if you got to push it, but seriously, this is a brief feedback wheel. So what are we asking somebody to actually pause and listen to us for like, Mm -hmm. we have to recognize the listening role is hard. We're going to lose the person who we're trying to get to hear us and listen to us Mm -hmm. if we go on for too long. And we want to really make it easy for that person to absorb what we're saying. So the listener's role is actually, if we do the speaking role, well, the listener's role is not all that long. And there's actually like, we're not talking about two hours later, I'm going to get to say my piece. It's really like a few minutes later. We can turn this around if we're really getting there, if we're really hearing each other. Yeah. And for some of my couples, when it's a really difficult piece, or if one partner has a history where they really got on not Mm -hmm. heard, either inside this relationship or in the family of origin. Mm -hmm. um, Or past relationships. It is really helpful to put the feedback wheels on different days. Yeah. So if you're in a space where if you put the feedback wheels, let's say you're both upset about a similar thing and you try it back to back and that turns out to make the original speaker feel unheard after, then that may be your issue. Try it with 24 hours in between instead of back to back. That's what I usually recommend. Mm-hmm. And, and it can help it 24 hours later. It can help. Yeah. It can really help. Uh, especially if things, if, if we're new to repair, if we're new mm-hmm. to moving through the discord and into repair, um, having a little bit more space between the roles can be really helpful. Super the other helpful. piece with the listener role that I think we haven't talked about yet, but I is so important is you understand as much as you can. You let them know what you understood. You give as much as you can. You always do so inside your own authenticity. So when I'm in the listener role, I'm not going to give you anything that I don't Agree with. Agree to. Right. I'm only going to do what I can. So your job as a listener is not to tell me what you think I want to hear. Correct. Absolutely Mm. not. 
I, my job yeah. as a listener is to show up for you, try as best as I can to understand and give you what I can of what you've requested. So if you requested an apology and a plan to do something different, but I didn't think I did anything wrong. I don't actually feel like I want to apologize about it. I might say, so I came in, the door was loud. It really freaked you out. You told yourself a story about it being about mom, your mom stuff from yesterday. Of course, that would make you scared and feel worried and guilty. I really get why. And I have a plan for if I'm upset in the future, when I walk in the door, I'll tell you either I'm upset, but I need some time to tell you about it later, or I'll tell you why I'm upset. Would that help you? Notice mm. the partner asked me for an apology, but I didn't give one. Why? Because I didn't think I did anything wrong. But look how much I did show up, right? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. You, you still... I still am showing up. I'm still being up. a listener. I'm still telling you, here's what everything. I can give you. And acknowledging everything. That I understood you. And so, right? yeah. But I may or may not agree to every request you give me. And that has to be okay. Because oh, isn't that hard? It's so freaking we hard. We circle back to grief. We, we do because, because, and here's the thing. We're going to self-sabotage our future attempts if it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because if we're it's not-, not try again. Right. Mm-hmm. I tried that. It didn't work. Look how and poorly it, it went. By didn't work, it means you didn't get 100% of what you right. wanted in that scenario. Yeah. Right. So it, it has to be okay to not get 100%. everything you want. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that next week we have an awesome question about expectations. So we can just leave this there. I love it. Awesome. All right. Take care of each other best you can, guys. Bye-bye. Take care. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our boot camp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley-Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. 
If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.